1: It's
0: always a be. Hi, everybody. This is Sarah.
1: <laughs> mm-hmm. This is Megan. Hi.
0: Hi. You are listening to It's Always the Husband Podcast.
1: Welcome. Welcome. Welcome.
0: That's the um greatest amount of decorum we'll have. Mm-hmm. For the entire <laughs> get ready uh, process of this podcast. Yeah. Yep. So it goes downhill from the start. It sure enough does. Yep. Uh, we have episode three of our Halloween themed October mm-hmm. scary podcast nonsense.
1: It took us uh, several different shows. Like, right. we had to watch several we struggled. versions yeah. of the same story story until we found one that we liked and we also made uh hair raising find hair raising yeah no a shocking shocking find. discovery was made right that will explain yes and we shouldn't have been that shocked <laughs> we but was. shouldn't have but we we was w- we were confused for a bit which right. also shouldn't shouldn't have been shocking. Well, anyone. yeah, we're confused all the time. Mm-hmm. All right. Um. So, I heard we have new pat- patrons. Tra- but patrons. we're not going to call them patrons. No. We're going to we call should, them Patreons. Yeah. we pat- should call them patriners patrons.
0: <laughs> because it rhymes with wiener.
1: Yeah, patrina patriners.
0: patriners. Um. We do have new Patreons patrons. Mm-hmm. patrons. Who are they? We have Jessica Reynolds. Jessica, Jessica, welcome! Thank you so much. We're we so are so happy. happy. Lindsay. What, what and is this? I'm sorry. It's my freshener. What Just is it the? Scent? I don't know. It might be popcorn. Butthole. I don't know. Skunk that scratch and skit stiff. Scratch and sniff skunk.
1: You guys, this thing is deadly. It just squirts it when you come. I don't know. Right? Is it like a sensor of smell so it knows when my butthole smelling body sits down? It starts spring. Okay. Yep. So Jessica Reynolds. Yay. Lindsay
0: N. She just had it as Lindsay, but she does have her last name on there, so she can let us know what she wants to say. Lindsay, welcome, welcome, welcome. We're so grateful for you. Thank you. Secretive, Lindsay. And Judy McDonald, who is my college roommate. Jude's. Can we call her Jude? Yeah, yeah, Jude. I called her Jude. Um, yes, she is lives in San Diego still. Oh, I wish she stayed there. She stayed there because her family is there. Well, oh, she's for a, them. You know, born Californian. Mm. I'm I was a foreigner. Mm-hmm. My roommate Marnie was also a born Californian and she'll she's, she's still there. stayed there too. Yeah. They get the ocean and all that stuff. God yeah, damn it. But Judy Thank you so much. She's been so supportive. She is also a
1: comedian for her job. So she's very Stop funny. It.
0: Very funny.
1: Um Maybe some tea, some tea? Some tea. Some t- t- <laughs> day she'll come and visit and we can have her on the I know. As a guest. She would love it. She'll blow us out of the she water would. and everyone she would will be like
0: make us just new look podcast like hosts,
1: please. Yeah. Thank you. I know. She would be great. Well, thanks, Patriners. Patriners. We wiener. are going to send you some stickers And when I say we, I mean just Sarah. is <laughs> going to address the envelopes yes. and stuff them full of stickers. I will. For you.
0: I got to get my act together. And we got to get our, we have two new stickers. And I'm trying to make another sticker that will get on Etsy. Oh, Oops. God. Oh. damn it. Um, two that are pretty good. Um, the gunt life and the butthole. Yes. <laughs> Again, classy.
1: Thank you. I am living gunt life. I, yeah. I, so hardcore. It just keeps getting worse and you worse. You fell into gunt life hard. I fell hard. <laughs> like starting in January. And it's just like... Now I'm just standing and I feel a fat roll on my back. Like I'm not even scrunched over like, oh, there I have rolls. Nope. They're just like starting to form. Yeah. I mean, yeah, that's what happens. And I can feel skin on skin as. I, my gunt rests on my lap. Sitting here.
0: So my lap just rests and holds the gunt.
1: Oh, gunt life sucks. Yeah. Asshole, it's man. not fun. Mm hmm. Oh, but what can young. you do? What can exercise? you exercise? No, fuck no, eat better. No, no, quit drinking. No, never, no, you
0: just embrace gun life so and gun go. Life with it, it is hashtag gun life, yeah,
1: big stretch
0: pants and stretch over the gun, live, laugh, gun. Yes, live, laugh, gun, Li- living, la vida, gun. Guns, anyway, we have a new, um. Oh, we'll do our Glitter in yeah. the Shitter, and then we have a new segment we're going to introduce because we just decided to make the beginning longer Yeah, because that yep. asshole
1: hated our yep. beginnings. Yep. Um, glitter in the Shitter, do you want to start? I always start, so yes, yeah. I do. Um, I went to Frozen Alive, oh. is what Rory says. It's Frozen Real People. Um we went back to the theater the Orpheum is open now in downtown Minneapolis. Yes, it's very
0: popular Minneapolis
1: it, theater. Uh, it was actually the 100th anniversary oh, of Ooh the the 100th year is like a birthday for the Orpheum but oh. 100 years ago it opened. Okay. On the night that we were there. Oh. And do you know who was on the stage 100 years ago? Uh, Jessica Fletcher, Angela Lansbury. <laughs> <laughs> no, in Minneapolis a hundred years ago, the George Mar- Burns, the Marx Brothers. Oh, all right, were the first act to play in the Orpheum Theater, and so we, uh, my mom, was bound and determined to get us uh, into the theater and to see Frozen. And so she got us tickets because my mom and dad are number one and they're the best. Yeah. And we would never have been able to afford it because we're poor fuckers. Yeah, And we took all the kids. They know their
0: children are huge disappointments. Yeah. yeah. I mean,
1: it, for so many reasons. Right. And they're like, fine. I, we know our daughters are 45 and 42. Yeah. And we, they still can't pay for... Right their groceries so we'll buy them theater tickets Uh, but we took the kids it was amazing i cried three times in the first act of course you did and luckily we everyone had to wear a mask and um so my mask just caught all my tears and it was beautiful it it was stunning at one point there was a part in the show where the whole audience went (gasps) oh It was so amazing. Life theater is the best. It was it is. beautiful. Except yes. Rent. Except Rent oh. was not that great.
0: It was hard for
1: me, that one. Also, Phil and I went to Flashdance in the theater, oh. which wasn't great. I've had
0: a lot of good luck. Rent, mm-hmm. that was a bad one. Rent was a struggle.
1: Oh, Cassie's screaming Sorry, at us Nut right Bart. now. Sorry, Nut Bar loves Rent. What was your glitter in the shitter?
0: Mine is Halloween themed again, of course, because it's the favorite holiday of the year. Um, the Simpsons has uh, mm-hmm. is on Disney Plus as a collection, and they have all of the Simpsons Treehouse of Horror Halloween episodes one right after the other. Thirty episodes, you can just go right through them all, and
1: it's just heaven. Stop. You just play
0: all of them. And it's, if you haven't watched the Simpsons Halloween episodes, I'm sorry.
1: You're I'm sorry. You should. But it's just, asshole.
0: what a way to get you in the the Halloween mood by Simpsons. And then I don't know if they have Mr. Boogity on Disney Plus. Did you watch Mr. Boogity as a kid? Did you just see my face? I don't know if that means you're, you that loved means it or hated it. What the fuck oh, are you talking Mr. about? Mr. Boogity, it was the weirdest Halloween movie ever. And it was when Disney used to have like, disney movies on the weekends remember when you were a kid no i don't it was I on a regular no it was a break on a regular on TV. abc yes. it was like disney family night on like on sunday night yeah mr boogity was one of world them Yeah, disney
1: mr. mr boogity boogity
0: yeah and he was about a haunted family who bought a haunted house and mr boogity was haunting it i think he was like a pilgrim or something a pilgrim and it was gone forever until Disney Plus put it on there. And I screamed and said to my sister, I found Mr. Boogity.
1: I, I mean, Christy people who. Swanson's yes,
0: in it. Yes. So people who know, know. And you know you can find Mr. Boogity.
1: Mm. I hope. Oh, it's and still that there. one mom. Yeah. From what else is she in? I don't know, but she looks familiar in her face.
0: You he would know every actor in it. Mm-hmm. I mean, they're in every 80s movie, but. Oh, Mr. He looks Boogity. like
1: he has a. Real.
0: well he's green and and like there's bad a, cgi a sore yeah
1: Looks i mean like i feel like face? maybe there was some maybe a boy or yeah. something yeah
0: it's
1: herpes of the mr
0: herpity it was
1: <laughs> 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 um but just a
0: delight thank you disney plus for understanding the halloween joy And then AMC has a whole collection of great scary movies um, that they are playing all month. And so just if you just turn on your AMC and you'll have just one after the other. Amazing. Amazing.
1: Excellent. If you're into that thing, you know. Are you ready for Uh, our new segment? Oh, my God. Did you know Eugene Levy
0: was in Mr. Boogity? Yes. No, I totally forgot.
1: Yes. Now another reason to watch it. Eugene. It was probably Levy a real estate agent. And John Aston. Yes, in John Aston is uh-huh. the Adams
0: family dad. Yep. And dad to Sean and Mackenzie Aston. Yep.
1: David Faustino. Yes. From boy from Married, Married with Children. With children. Mm-hmm. Wow, this is something else. I'm going to have to watch You'll it. You'll have to watch it. It's a classic. My Do sister you think and I will were my obsessed.
0: Kids? I don't think so. I mean, okay. my sister and I watched it when we were little, and my okay. sister liked no. it. She was younger. And
1: she, okay. We were
0: obsessed with it. Rory gets We loved scared. it. I mean, it's the CGI is so bad. I mean, the graphics are so bad that they're not going to think um, it's real.
1: Can I tell you, Rory today was crying when he was playing his Nintendo Switch when he got home, and I said, what are you crying about, Rory? What's going on? He lost his house in Minecraft. Oh, no. So he built... He took a whole day to build this house. Yeah. I don't understand fucking Minecraft at all. And then he lost... His house. He well. Went, did he not pay his bills? He went through some portal. Taxes. Rory He's taking after his parents, yeah. and so he was crying. And then I had to look and see, like, look up YouTube videos on how to find your fucking house oh. when you lose it on Minecraft, and he still couldn't find it. Like he wandered He's away, couldn't get back Yeah, from? it was like oh. he didn't know where he was, and he couldn't find it. And I don't think he knows about. I don't know. There's like. On the video, it said, like, find your coordinates or something. I don't oh. fucking know anything about that. And no. he doesn't. He's seven. So he's crying. Um. So then I ran away. All right. What did that even... I don't know what, what you were trying to say. Um, story? Rory being scared of everything? Oh, Rory was yeah. scared. And then he lost his house. Yeah. On Minecraft. Okay. Um. So to make up for that horrible, boring story... Yeah. We're gonna do a new segment called Funny Stuff in our Facebook group. That's even worse than comment of the week. And so because we're so inept at naming everything, we thought, well, Kat Kramer helped us with glitter in the yeah, shitter. I know she might need
0: to. We need help, like a words of wisdom or like comment we're gonna pick our favorite comment from our Facebook group that made us laugh. Mm-hmm. I mean, there's so many, it's so hard to choose. But we want to name it and give it a segment. And yeah. we just can't, we can't think of anything clever. So we probably need help from people to help
1: name our comment mm-hmm. of the week. Yeah. And we, it's so hard because then when we were doing this, we just went through and we're laughing, cackling. At everything. At everything. Yeah. And we're like, how do we ever pick? So this week, are you going to do one and then I'm going to do one? Or? Sure. Okay. So this week, my favorite one just happened today and uh Steph Vandermulen posted when things seem especially rough just ask yourself did I shit my pants today (laughs) and if the answer is no you're doing all right and then best comment ever was Rachel Sincere who wrote what if the answer is yes (laughs) yes asking for a friend because some days it's yes (laughs) yes
0: um i enjoyed all of the comments underneath our sign um debacle so we talked about the blessed and the signs and people were commenting and then tiffany corbin westland (laughs) she wrote i feel that i have a sign that says do what makes you happy when i see it i'm always like duh bitch (laughs) I'm going to do what makes me happy. And why would I do shit that makes me sad? I loved it because in our deodorant factor for the longest time, we had a sign um, in the shitter for the, the adult in the staff, deodor- shitter? the staff shitter that said something like dress for the job you want or dream for the job you want or something or have the something like have the attitude for your job you want. And I always wanted to, put like something sarcastic like,
1: like just no one wants this fucking right. Job. no one
0: wants this job or how do I dress for like a fluffer on a Jason
1: <laughs> 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 something
0: Can I, I would rather be a crack whore than be how here. do
1: I dress for any other yeah, job but this. it was something like that and I wanted Please to write that help.
0: like why would I dress to come here because this isn't the job I want I'm dressed shitty <laughs> but I liked it thank you Tiffany Rachel, thank you.
1: Best comments of the week. Thank you. So help us also name this. And hopefully keep them coming, you guys. Keep them coming.
0: Join our Facebook group if you're not on it, if you Mm can. Um, And we have Instagram. We have Twitter. Mm -hmm. All of that. So... um, join and see we like to hear from you we've got some more reviews to cover up our stank review from last week thank god thank god we'll post them they're so nice but if you get a chance give us some reviews we could use them um but thank you to those that have Mm -hmm. all right should we get into we have an actual ghost story today so a ghost story just like um and it's some and it is attached somewhat in a strange way to mm-hmm. what's her name? Our first ghost story,
1: um, Sh- with Trout, with Trout Shue. Erasmus Shoe, scribbling Shoe, and the woman he and murdered Zona, Zona. Shoe.
0: It is somewhat attached to that in some way. We'll see. So mm-hmm. this ghost story, um, we watched many things, but we are going to critique it as it was told on unsolved mysteries in yes. the 80s yeah so we are watching season eight episode seven the very last segment it is not an unsolved mystery so the murder is solved so don't worry mm-hmm. but it is under the um unexplained yes. category yeah yep. so this is a paranormal story unexplained ghost fuckery <laughs> <laughs> they said Robert Stack said that,
1: and Robert Stack spray colors his hair. Of course, like I swear to God, they just right before they film, they just take bra- brown spray paint and just yeah. spray the shit out of his hair.
0: And the trench coat has seen it all. Yeah, that trench coat has nom stories. <laughs> like, bad <laughs> it's got nom a coating flashbacks. of brown
1: paint and yeah, and yeah shit. flashbacks. Yeah, um, but I enjoy him. Yeah, no,
0: Unsolved Mysteries was too scary a bit for me when I was little. It was just so scary to know that the murderer was out and about, and I got
1: scared. Um, Did you watch the it. other stories before that no, one? I, no, I... Okay, because one of them's pretty good. Oh, we might I have to do that. it. Okay. Yep. Oh, really?
0: Okay, uh-huh. I'm going to have to do it. Uh huh. I'll watch it. All right, so this, our murder... Not the ghost part. Well, the murder is all the way back in time, back, 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 back to 1906.
1: Have what we a had year. In 19- No,
0: we haven't. Six what seven. a year! <laughs> what a year! There wasn't a peahive back then, Tiffany. What would you have done? She would have done some um, sort of like Marx Brothers hive. She
1: would have been rocking out to Stop Your Won't Tickling Jock. Won't you come home, jock. Bill Stop you Your home? Tickling Jock. What is that a song? That is the pop, top 39 pop songs in
0: 1906. Well, Don't Tickle Me With Your Jock On is... Is that about
1: sexual harassment? Stop your tickling jock. What does that mean? Harry Laudner. How can this be? Harry, what in the hell were you talking about?
0: Were you high? (laughs) Why was he making a song like that? Such filth.
1: Oh. Oh my god. What else were people listening to? Um, they were also listening to a song called Nobody by Burt Williams sure. and The Grand Old Rag. Oh. By Billy Murray. That's some sort of ragtime. Oh, and then Casey at at the bat. Oh. Such by fun. DeWolf Hopper. Everybody loves to just listen to that recited. These
0: dumb shit pipes couldn't even listen it to whenever they want because the record player was just invented this year. So maybe they could.
1: What in the world is but Stop Your Tickling Jack? I don't know what
0: that means in 1906
1: Does he language. have a fungus?
0: I mean, I don't think they had a jock strap. I think it's not... I think we can play it because it's over 90 years. People were fucked in the head to listen to this. What's some sort of weird... It's a weird Scottish term.
1: This is terrifying. Pip,
0: you need to tell us what that means in some UK thing. I What's a jock, am a tickling sorry. Jock? I'm assuming it doesn't mean public jerking in 1906.
1: Let's hope not. But you
0: don't know. Maybe they were out and about with that and we don't know.
1: And now we're much more... Yeah, subdued. Uh, yeah,
0: We're frowned upon public jerking. Right. Um life expectancy take a take a guess for men uh 47 that's exactly right no! oh! yes! and women it was 51 right on yeah. um these people were unhealthy and they well when they were 47 they looked 110 yeah and they were when they were 20 they looked 110 the because 10 yeah years old right like I said, the first record player was invented so mm-hmm. they could listen to Tickle My Jock whenever they wanted. <laughs> the first air conditioner, if you can mm-hmm. believe it. Then how come it's so hard to get air conditioning today? My deodorant factory don't got no air conditioning in mm-hmm. my room. Mm-hmm. I sweat my balls off every day. Mm-hmm. The first animated cartoon. It was about a public jerking
1: <laughs> asshole who jerked it in public. Called Stop Tickling My Jack. Yeah.
0: And the Wright brothers finally got their flying machine patent Mm -hmm. in 1906, even though their sister pretty much did all the work and she's unknown. And she was the engineer of the family that went to college. But Mm -hmm. since she was a woman, they pissed on her. History Mm -hmm. pissed right on her face. Mm hmm. SOS became an international distress signal. So if you are distressed anywhere in the world, oh. SOS, just like ABBA. ABBA's SOS. Yeah. I don't remember.
1: Uh, no, wait. I was singing. Yeah. I just only know. SOS, please no, oh, help me. Rihanna can me. SOS too. Yeah. <laughs> Um, The biggest news
0: of all was the San Francisco earthquake in 1906, where the earthquake plus a fire destroyed 75% of the city. Mm -hmm. So like the big opera house was destroyed. 3,000 people were killed. Mm -hmm. Uh, 30,000 homes were destroyed. It was uh, 7.8. So it was pretty massive. It really tore the place to shit. Um, The president was not Old Hickory again. It was (laughs) Teddy Roosevelt. (laughs) And Josephine Baker was born. (laughs) Who became, you know, had to move to Paris to be able to do her freaking act. God. Oh, anyway. So Unsolved Mysteries, the last third, is about the ghost of season eight, episode episode seven. seven. Okay. Yeah. It is about the ghost story of Grace Brown mm-hmm. and her haunting of the Adirondack Mountain Lake um Big Moose Big Moose. Lake? Yes, Big Moose Lake. So we are going to find out what happened to poor dear Grace in 1906 and why her goddamn ghost scares the shit out of people to this day. <laughs>
1: It's pretty ridiculous yeah. why she does. but I know. Hmm.
0: It starts real spooky. So Robert Stack explains that one summer night in 1988 at the old Covewood Lodge up mm-hmm. in these mountains on Big Moose Lake employees were approaching the staff lodge they were kind of coming out of the woods so i figured like they were eating a shit ton of shrooms yeah they were high as a kite or hammered on old milwaukee (laughs) or Needy on ice bartles and james the bartles and james and they were hammered Mm -hmm. and they were high as shit yeah and they're starting they're playing like you know grab ass and stuff and walking to the lodge mm-hmm. and then we see Rhonda
1: Bousselot. Boussolo good job you're really good at French I
0: um, am not she went ahead and went inside for some reason and the other three dickheads stayed outside mm-hmm. I think they were stinked so bad of weed they probably couldn't go in the lodge so yeah. she went in I'm assuming to take a huge spray dump <laughs> <laughs> the others just did it in the woods and didn't care and dumped right into yeah. their hoodie because yeah. they forgot to pull their you know their hoodie was wrapped around their waist yeah. and they dumped right into it. Um and so Rhonda walks into the lodge, and the lodge is totally empty and kind of scary. It's lit like a Freddy Krueger movie. Like it looks like Freddy Krueger would come out any second as they film her walking up the stairs to take her dump. Um, she says, now we see the actual Rhonda Boussolo. Mm-hmm. And she's she, pretty cute. She is very cute, and she yeah. had to die for 80s hair. Yeah yeah it like was a wave yep. all one oh my god it was like i would have died to have mm-hmm. her hair in yeah. the 80s died it was perfection so she was very cute which means we'll believe her because yeah cute. right right yeah that's what people do
1: always judge a book right by its, by its cover. cover absolutely so she's
0: ta- she gives very um detailed mm-hmm. uh description of how you turn on a light Reaching (laughs) she says, I reach out with my hand. I reach for the string. Yeah. Which is how you turn on the light. Thank you. Just say I tried to turn on the light, bitch, but she was adding drama. Yeah. So as she was trying to turn on the light and take her dump, she had this feeling like someone was right there next to her. And just like this presence Mm -hmm. was right there in her person. Right. Which is what I get at Target because there's a dad literally right behind me even though the aisle in the whole store is empty the dad is walking one foot behind me yeah and crowding me yeah and being a dickhead and putting his cart in the middle yes anyway what does one say when you're alone in a creepily lit lodge and you feel a ghostly presence around you she yelled karen (laughs) what she actually did they sure karen For some reason, Karen was some spooky bitch that scared people, I guess. So she's yelling, Karen?
1: (laughs) Is that you?
0: And Rhonda says she stopped in her tracks. She didn't move. Still yelling for Karen. And she said she wasn't scared, but she definitely felt a presence there that took her breath away. Yes. Meanwhile, outside, those dickheads that are too high to go in and are, you know, Pinching dicks out on the grass. I wrote two frumps and a turtle dick, and I think I meant turtle dick. (laughs) 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 So so mean! I'm just I'm I'm so mean. I have not a kind bone in my body. (laughs) So these two frumps and a turtle dick who are like just (laughs) tripping balls on mushrooms (laughs) are waiting for Kieran and Rhonda to get out of the shitter and they look up at the lodge (laughs) and the frumps are all shocked and turtle dick just sits there like a, like mouth open. And there's this total image clear as day of a ghost, a ghost in like Victorian garb. Yes. (laughs) And she has flowing white robes and she is on the like Like upper railing deck over looking over the railing. Yep. And so they're all staring at this ghost. I mean, probably thinking, you know, we're all seeing the same vision in our mushrooms. (laughs) Um, But they all said they saw the exact same thing. Mm -hmm. They described it all is exactly the same. And they said it just the ghost lingered for a few seconds and then just flowed away. <laughs> um, Rhonda was taking her huge dump and said that she never saw the ghost. It just had the feeling she of the ghost the f- being there. Yeah, she felt yeah. a presence. The ghost didn't want to show herself with Rhonda mm. in the bathroom well, with that stench. She, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> the, smell the ghost didn't
1: have a match. It was too hard to overcome. <laughs>
0: yeah. She didn't have a match. Did you say- yeah, she <laughs>
1: didn't. <laughs> that smell was rough.
0: So that is kind of, they realize that there is has been this ghostly legend of Grace Brown haunting this lodge since 1906. So Robert Stack, of course, has to fill us in on what happened mm-hmm. and why this ghost is scaring right. the shit right. out of Frump's. And high as fuck <laughs> <laughs> turtle dicks.
1: And also the two women who will
0: and the, two find more women, yes, later. yeah. That also cooperate, cooperate, cooperate. Um this is what happened. We're gonna travel, like we said, to nineteen oh six in a brutal murder that happened right there on that lake. Mm-hmm. Now I'm going to interject before because with a little Hollywood, another Hollywood vintage story. Yes, and I should do my uh, my Hollywood vintage stories in another Hollywood vintage podcast. But I feel like nobody will listen, I but would. they all I were would. always hammered and crazy as fuck. Yeah. <laughs> this story we're about to tell. I keep thinking what? two <laughs> from <and laughs> <laughs> a turtleneck dick (laughs) oh my i have already lost (laughs) it well I mean you just picture what I said and that was what it was (laughs) I mean that's exactly there was no other way Uh uh-huh So the story we're about to tell, poor Grace Brown's tragic story, became a book, a novel about 15 years after the event happened that was called An American Tragedy. Mm -hmm. And that became a movie uh, like 37 years after, like 1950. No, it was like 1950. So... The movie was called a place in the sun it's not very well known i think i had seen it um it stars the beautiful elizabeth taylor who was only 17 she was gorgeous yeah. in this movie. right
1: i mean she always is but yes whoa yeah no she was stunning and oh my god it her, was 1951 okay when it came out and yep.
0: her co-star was montgomery clift yep. which again if you don't know old hollywood you have probably never heard of him very handsome um This Place in the Sun, which we'll talk about, I'll just give a, it's a story of a man who gets a job in his uncle's factory and starts kind of having a relationship with a frump at the factory, (laughs) who's kind of a nagging, bitching frump, Mm -hmm. and he gets the frump pregnant, but at the same time, he has goals to go higher up. His uncle is rich. He wants to be in society with his uncle. Um, And be kind of like a rich society member. And so he goes to a party at his uncle's mansion. And there he meets socialite Elizabeth Taylor's character. He falls in love with her, of course. But the thing is, he has this frump that's pregnant. Mm -hmm. And this is 1950. So nothing you could do. Um, The frump threatens him and says, you know, if you don't marry me, I'm going to come to these parties and say who I am and what our relationship is. He ends up taking her out And killing her, but then and he gets caught. Um, which is based on this story that will say not a lot of the same details, but similar. So but the story that is that is more important is between Elizabeth Taylor and Montgomery Clift in their real life. So Montgomery Clift was a method actor, kind of like Brando. So he was trained, he was on the New York stage, he would really get into character, like the, his character in this movie goes to jail. So he went and spent the night a few nights in jail to see what it was like. Well, Elizabeth Taylor, when she heard that when she first heard that he did that, she was like, I'm she just thought like, I know I'm pretty. I just stand where the director tells me I memorize <laughs> the lines. That's just yeah. I memorize the lines and I just read them out and she realized that's how she's been acting I mean since she was 10 but that's all she does she never thought to get into character or character mm-hmm. because she's just been able to do that and then she said like learning that about him and seeing him work really inspired her and then she became like mm-hmm. a really great actress right. So the first time they met in the director's office, she again is 17. He was 29 and she was terrified to meet him because he was such an important actor. And so she just said he was so handsome. She like blew her shit off totally. Mm -hmm. And she didn't even know what to say. Um, And again, and she's like the most beautiful creature on the planet. And she said he looked at her and said, Oh, my God! How did anyone with a face like yours get into movies? You know, like kidding, you know, yeah, and she started laughing so hard and re- and they just kind of clicked, and he was like such a moody like method actor. And he thought of her as just like the prissy it girl, you know, he really didn't think anything. And so once they were doing lines and he went early on and in filming into her trailer and she was just smoking and drinking and swearing up like fuck bombs swearing. And he was so shocked, like, Oh my God, like she's cool, you know, and funny. And they like completely bonded. They were like became soulmates, ride or die. Now, Elizabeth tried to seduce him, but he was ugly. He was so gay that he wasn't even going to do Elizabeth Taylor. He was like, I am 100% (laughs) dick. I'm not even Elizabeth Taylor is throwing herself at me. And he said,
1: no, I like men. And I'm not here for it.
0: And he told her and she was kind of like upset that he was gay. But she was like, "Okay." they became hardcore soulmates, like the best friends like just besties. Like he went to her house all the time. They were, he called her Bessie May, you know, that was his little name for her. Um, But what happened in 1956, she had a party at her house. He was there. He was probably hammered. And then he took two downers because he was probably on some uppers, drove himself home and smashed up the shit out of his car, like within a few hundred feet. And she heard the crash. So she went running out to the crash You couldn't even get in the door. So people were starting to heard the crash. People were coming. They called the ambulance. She somehow tore like she's five foot nothing, you know, and probably one pound. Somehow tore the door open of this car, jumped in. His teeth were knocked down and stuck in his windpipe. She had to take her hand grab her hand in his throat and she pulled his teeth out of his windpipe and he could just started breathing again oh my she god she literally saved his life and then just held his face together that was completely torn apart on her lap until the ambulance came and then i mean after that he i mean again he was known for his handsomeness but he was in two other movies with her he became a pretty hardcore alcoholic and drug at pain drug addict after that but I don't even think he really had scars. He almost looked more handsome after the accident than he did before. But I think obviously, psycholo- you know, not having scars or something like that. He had a huge drug problem. He died when he was 45. Aww. Um, and yeah, and she pretty much was completely devastated. You know, and she died when she was 79, not yeah. 10 years ago. Um, but they were just kind of their friendship was like a legendary and the fact that she she went to him and reached into his throat oh with her God. whole hand and yanked the teeth that were stuck in his throat out of his mouth
1: unbelievable I want to find pictures of him I mean he you actually see, I think like after better I guess after. I'd, how would I know but if, I mean if it was before anything after, after you know
0: his he did Rain Tree County that? with her when he had half halfway um, yeah, so he did a- any movies after 56 after. he had okay. his scars okay um but then he died in 66 i think so he didn't live too long after that and he was a huge booze hound anyway i always think of that when i that's when they Not. had their friends yeah and they were in besties so anyway so what happened to poor grace who didn't have a best friend that would reach in her throat And get her teeth. Mm. (laughs) They tried, but she didn't listen none. Nope. So similar to A Place in the Sun, we have a very spoiled nephew of a very rich uncle. Which nephews of rich uncle in any movie, any book, they're always dicks. Yeah. All the time. The nephew of the rich guy is always a dick. Anyway, so this nephew, his name was Chester Gillette, and his uncle owned like a skirt factory right not a razor factory but i wonder and lo and behold they show a picture of chester gillette and who the fuck was it
1: well i sent a text to sarah even though we try not to talk about it before we actually record but i sent the picture and i was like uh this is fucking trout it was trout fucking shoe
0: mccracken couldn't even find a picture of Trout Shoe. He used Chester Gillette. And I thought, well, maybe they're wrong. And no, Chester Gillette didn't have a picture and they just used Trout Shoe. No, no, because every story about Chester Gillette used the Trout Shoe picture.
1: And we have learned our lesson, listeners. We will never trust McCracken. A McCracken can't get their shit right. No. And what we're hoping also is that. Sally, what well, Martha, on oh, Martha, who had
0: the eye coming out of the cheek, the sloth eye. Maybe she didn't even look like that, and now that's her legacy, sloth eye. Maybe she was beautiful, maybe she was a lovely woman. My god, and we
1: McCracken uses that, laughed at her. We laughed at her eye pictures expense, and it could, I mean, who is she? We don't even know. She's, She's lost the eye of the, the tiger. <laughs> But uh, so sorry to lead you astray. Right. So we don't even trout, know what trout fucking. Shoe well, I did find an actual yeah, picture yeah. Was he of handsome? trout. Yeah, he wasn't oh. bad. He had like a hair, a stray hair right in the middle oh. of his forehead. But like crybaby Johnny Depp. Yes. Yep. Okay. But uh, yeah. So you it was already know Chester yes. was
0: Trout Shoe.
1: Trout, sorry, put his head in your put his picture in your head now right as we talk about right because it's really Chester Chester so Chester was that spoiled
0: nephew who got put in charge of the Gillette skirt factory in a town called Cortland New York mm-hmm. Grace was this lovely 19 year old girl who um, kind of lived Upstate New York, and then came to New York City, and she kind of traveled around a bit, which I saw in another uh show about her, and kind of settled down. And in 1905, got a job at the Gillette sk- Skirt Factory, and this is where we see a reenactment. So we see Grace. It was lovely. I mean, and she was she seemed she lovely. was pretty. Yeah, yes. In her pictures, in you see, and then they showed ways. a picture of her with her mom, and there was like literally 19 kids or something like that were they all her siblings there's a picture of like 1400 kids yeah i think there's that's a prolapsed vagina when you have more than 14 kids (laughs) it falls out right yeah there's no way yeah um yeah i'm pretty sure it was so she's sewing in the reenactment sewing the skirt or doing god what cutting out the skirt Mm -hmm. pattern and we see chester Mm -hmm. saunter over and he stands behind her and starts sexually harassing her pretty much saying okay yeah. aye, aye. He, and i'm like, sure leaning over her sticking his boner yeah. right in her back god. and she's like oh my god the boss has his boner in my back Step what do i do back
1: and and kind of close yes and a little poke <laughs> kind of
0: and instead of saying gross citizen's arrest like she should have she <laughs> starts to be enamored with Chester Boner Gillette's. Mm. And he was quite a catch. Again, he was handsome. He was handsome. We all know him as Trout, and we thought Trout was handsome. So he was handsome, Uh athletic. He owned, well, he didn't own the factory, but his uncle owned the factory. So he came from money, and women wanted to marry him, of course. He would marry, you know, then she wouldn't have to work at a fucking skirt factory. Mm -hmm. She'd be home having 14 kids and her vagina falling out on the floor and dragging behind her all the time and having to put on some sort of tickling jock strap to keep her vag up there maybe that's what it means from all the maybe that's what it is from all the vaginas being prolapsed you had to have some sort of jock strap because everyone had 14 (laughs) kids maybe and you know what and when their vagina would fall out and drag on the floor the husbands would get annoyed with it and say put on your tickling jock strap (laughs) get that on because i'm getting sick i'm I'm hearing that shit drag on the floor i'm trying to eat my apple butter (laughs) (laughs) my apple butter and my jellies i don't need no meat no we don't eat meat here (laughs) so oh sorry we're confusing the stories again mr gillette was very flirtatious and and it was they said a very scandalous romance because once They would start going out without a chaperone. Mm. And what did that mean? Would just some weird third wheel come and just stared slack shot at you while you're on your date? Yeah, it's like on the Duggars. Oh, God, that's fucked. Yeah. Well, yeah, when they can only side stand and not even hold hands or whatever. That's so weird. Why is sexuality and sex and stuff? Well, because when you have your son raping your daughters, allegedly, allegedly, I guess it would be bad. But maybe when you make it bad, that's what happens. I don't. And you can't. You can't. You have to side stand next to a girl, and that's it until you're married. And even if you're thirty,
1: why yeah. is it such
0: a? Why is it such a sin? It's a natural thing that people have done for four point six million years.
1: Well, yeah, it's some puritanical. But you can be a huge dick. Yeah.
0: Oh my god. Of anyway, they can. had some dates unchaperoned so there wasn't a slack-jawed pervert staring at him during their (laughs) dates which means they started porking Mm -hmm. and that was again very scandalous and they show a reenactment of chester coming over to grace's house and they go into the parlor and he closes the door so i'm sure he starts bonering it up and she is very excited that he's paying all this attention to her because she's like a poor that works in this factory and he's the owner and she thinks i got my golden ticket right here i'm gonna marry him because of course if we're porking he's gonna marry me because that's what you're supposed to do and little does she know that chester's porking everyone in town he's porking to the left and porking to the right and porking up and porking down over the skirt all over she it was a scene where Grace looks out the window and there he is talking to some rich girl with an umbrella. And she's like, oh, look at that bitch mm-hmm. with the umbrella and the outfit. Yeah. And her heart just kind of falls because she thinks I'm supposed to be his girl. And yeah. Now he's flirting yep. with her. All of her friends, of course, were saying, girl, he sucks dick. You need to get <laughs> away from him. Uh huh. And she, of course, had you didn't have soap operas. You didn't have, you know, danielle Steele. no they didn't know that men could be this big of a jackass when you know you're very naive if you're just around really your parents who maybe are together and you just see you think people are supposed to act like they're supposed to act and be nice and genuine you don't realize they're lying snakes that are creepy and and they prey on you
1: on chaperoned dates right never know you don't know that someone's gonna act like that
0: and so she was very naive and her friends were telling her Like, he's not who you think he is. You need to stop seeing him. Um, And she just pretty much ignored them and said, Mm -hmm. drop dead, bitches. He's a Gillette and I'm going to marry him. And they said, yeah, right, bitch. Um, And Grace really couldn't resist. So whenever he came over, she just, you know, took that petticoat off and took all those layers of clothes off and the button up shoes and the 37 button back top and the giant skirt (laughs) and the probably the weird pantaloons
1: and yes
0: some sort of girdle corset yeah the the 20 socks (sighs) yeah oh and by the time she did that then it was over and she didn't even know it started no oh anyway she learns, as Robert Stack says, eventually and perhaps inevitably, she's pregnant. Mm-hmm. So she's preggers. Chester writes it right away as all rich men say, go get an abortion. And I didn't know men were saying that to women in 1906.
1: Oh, they sure were. Oh. They were saying, tickle your jockstrap and go get an abortion. Yeah.
0: Go get your tickled jockstrap at the <laughs> old old uh, down
1: in at bat. and case Lysol and
0: also. factory
1: <laughs> oh. <laughs> I mean the poor girl I'm sure she
0: was horrified yeah. and just she thought well now he'll marry me and he's telling her this it is probably just about as scandalous a thing he could say to her she was horrified I mean my god men are the worst yeah the worst yep and then Robert Stack says, at the time, unwed mothers were outcasts. They still kind of are. Why? It, like, I mean, it's way better. Obviously, you can have a, you know, child and yeah. not be married and people are not dicks about it, but they still probably get a side eye from some people. Oh, for sure. And like, people, again, people have been having babies for millions of years. Yeah. Why is it such a scandalous thing? Why is not being a dick worse than, than just having sex with somebody and having a child that people do naturally all the time.
1: Yeah, it's... Why are we so distorted in our thinking? I mean, you're asking some hard questions, yeah. Sarah, that have to do with the basic structure of our society right. in America. Yeah. I am. Um, and elsewhere. I am.
0: Oh, mm-hmm. cripes. Oh. Anyway, Grace she's begging and begging and begging Chester, please marry me. I'm pregnant. I don't know what to do. I can't have this baby by myself. I she moves back in with her mother. And she never does tell her mother. Um, she starts as we I learned in some other documentary, she's writing him letters constantly begging him to marry her saying, you know, we can get together, we have to get married, I'm pregnant, don't you realize and she's really not letting him off the hook and Chester is stalling and stalling and stalling so finally he says all right I'm gonna take you on a vacation and she thinks they're gonna go get engaged or get married so because they're going away together and pack suitcases so she thinks he's finally taking me and I'm getting married I'm like so excited I can just see it Oh, my God. I know that feeling because she I dated Jamie for 1,400 yes. years. And every time we went away on vacation, I thought, finally, he's going to Mm-mm. No. Mm-mm. No. He's gonna ask me to marry him. No. Finally, this is it. No. Finally, he's going to ask me to marry. No, 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 no. And the years, they rolled on. <laughs>
1: <laughs> and then he did. And I said, yes.
0: And then I went, what? <laughs> Why? <laughs> Why would I do it? <laughs> Anywho. Um... So she's at this lovely big Moose Lake Mm -hmm. in this lovely um, resort that they bring their suitcases to and check in under an assumed name. Uh, I think he checked in as Hugh Jass. (laughs) I don't know. Anyway, he checked in
1: as Trout Shoe. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) You may have seen me before. I'm Trout Shoe.
0: And the next day he rents a boat and he takes grace for a lovely boat ride he tells the man that they rent the boat with you know we're gonna be back around dinner time we'll see you and they never return and the next morning the man who rented the boat said geez they should have been back mm-hmm. and they're gone still and that boat's still out there i guess we should go look for them so the next morning they have a search party they row out into the lake they find the boat capsized they see her jacket and his hat floating right by the boat mm-hmm. and very short distance from there they found her body kind of floating at the bottom or there was a shallow part I guess where well, they found her body floating I guess right next to it Yeah Um when they so they never really explain what happened. So I'm going to say from another documentary we watched on her, like what had happened is that he rode her out there um, and he had his suitcase with, which he had to testify about in court. And we'll say kind of what his story was. In his suitcase was his tennis racket, and he took out his tennis racket and just smashed her over the head with the tennis racket until he pretty much killed her by blunt blunt force trauma. I mean, what are you thinking when you think he's going to take out a wedding ring and then all of a sudden you're like, oh, you have your tennis racket out on the boat? How weird. And then conk. Why are you hit me on the head with a tennis <laughs> racket? Again, conk. What the hell is going on, conk? I mean, this is starting to get annoying. Why are you hit me in the head? I mean, how long would it take to get beaten in the head with a tennis racket? I don't no oh geez and so then he just threw her over now this now two days later after they find the body they find fucking chester in a hotel nearby because he checked in with his real name and the reason then i thought how did they know he was chester how did they know to look for him so i found out that they went into their room And she had all her stuff still in the room and she had all of her love letters in her suitcase that she had not sent to him yet. And so it had her name and it had his real name. So they kind of knew who she was and then they could track him down. And so they just spread out and looked at all the Mm -hmm. neighboring hotels until they found him. And he, he was, you know, not drowned safe and sound there. And then when they said, you know where's grace brown you know we found grace brown dead what what's the story here and he said he denied ever knowing her and then he said no she drowned herself because i didn't told her i didn't love her anymore yeah and she couldn't swim well yeah they couldn't they didn't believe him because again her head was completely bashed in mm. so he was arrested for first degree murder 2 years later he well on trial they asked you know he did the whole suicide defense like I didn't kill her she jumped overboard and I kind of freaked out and I just didn't know what to do you know and he was going with that story and they said well first off she has all these love letters they re- read all of them out loud at trial so I mean her whole dignity is just yeah and so that was in all the papers and so then the trial just blew up like people became obsessed with didn't
1: they do the autopsy too and they knew she was pregnant right right? she was also pregnant which is hugely scandalous yeah and then they said but how come then you took
0: your suitcase out on the boat with you like who does that and he was like uh and then why did you have your tennis racket on the boat with you and how was her she had this huge head injury and he couldn't explain
1: any of that so he was guilty. No, and he clearly wasn't just going for a two-hour row right, on the yeah. lake. He had his suitcase with him yeah. so that he could paddle. He didn't even on have over. the skipper yeah. Gilligan
0: and no, all that. no. And two years later, they fried the shit out of him. That was a quick death sentence. He died in the electric chair, and they actually said it was the most successful electric chair they had had to that point. Well, I think they all are kind of right.
1: Hashtag blast. Yes.
0: Hashtag. Z- <laughs> yep so that dick died now he sure did grace her soul remains in this lake so that is why people are seeing her ghost so we have two more frumps that come in the story is not done no current times as of this, so in the 80s, this is around probably 88, still 89. We see two 80s frumps that are, I said they look like 80s Roseanne bars. Mm-hmm. Um, they are just hanging out, some friends renting a big ass cabin. Looks fun, but it's just two friends. They need way more friends and a lot more wine.
1: Yeah. They were weird. Yeah. they. Um, it looked like real they were weird. down by the lake, not even drinking. Right. Like what's going on here? They were just listening to loons. Yes. Yes.
0: We see Linda, who was nervous the whole time. And I think it was just because she had those bad shrooms that make you shit your pants that those other people had. She was in the forest eating the shit out of shrooms. She was getting the shakes. So she said she just felt very uncomfortable. And she goes, I wasn't thinking about ghosts. Well, most people don't, dumb bitch. No. Anyway, she said, I thought since I felt so uncomfortable and so scared and so nervous, um i thought if i looked out the window and looked in the mirror i'd see something i didn't want to see so then she decides i'm just so, gonna ignore those feelings yeah. and walk down to the dark scary lake in the pitch fucking black with no
1: one around in the woods by myself so she never brushed her teeth or hair no she never looked whole in the mirror time because she never looked in the mirror no cool and it, i mean it looked it
0: yep so this bitch follows every horror movie script and walks down to a pitch black wooded lake by herself and once you believe it her flashlight conks out halfway through so it's pitch ass black in the woods and of course she's already said she's scared and nervous why are you doing it then so she says i need to go back and get my companion you don't call their friend their companion i'm not sure were they lesbians i don't think so
1: I I mean, Mm. I don't think so. Um, Yeah, I guess then you'd say, like, I'm going to go get my wife or my girlfriend or my partner. I don't know. And so then
0: she goes back and drags poor Bridget, her friend, Mm. down to the lake. And Bridget, she was high as a kite, too. (laughs) Because Bridget was like, did you hear that? She was talking like a librarian that's never had a moment of fun ever. And then she said, it's the loons. The loons are out there isn't that beautiful it's just such a nice break from the city who talks like that with their friend you talk about did you hear karen fart in our staff meeting (laughs) last week did you hear it my god the whole building could have heard it that's what you talk about you You don't talk about the loons and how it's a nice break from the city no you talk about that bitch gail who yeah. went out of the bathroom and her skirt was tucked into her underwear and no one told her all day. <laughs> I don't understand this. I don't know what this is. And so then she says, calm. This loon listening. Yeah. I don't know what it is. I, I would be talking about all sorts of funny things or normal life and not yes, talking about this. Course. Who talks like this with their friend? And then she says, look at that mist. Oh, look at the mist. And so then Linda turns oh, 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 and sees oh, a whole yeah ribbon of smoky mist that's uh-huh. hovering above the water, and it just turns into a ghost. In this ghost, and again, a like Victorian, Victorian garb, gown. has yep. her long dress flowing, whitely silver ghost,
1: and she looks sad.
0: And they thought she looked very sad, as if you could tell. And I mean, when they I spoke guess. it, they
1: said she looks
0: sad. Yeah. She looked very sad. Instead of "Holy shit!" Am I very high? There's a high? <laughs> there's like fucking ghost on the lake. <laughs> anyway, did you hear when Karen farted in that other meeting? <laughs> she ripped one good. <laughs> That's what we would have said, and the ghost would have been like, "Hi, I'm here." Yeah. <laughs> we would have been like, "Yeah, we, we like, see yeah, you." Yeah. Oh my god! Anyway, Linda saw the ghost. And Loon's Bridget saw the ghost. <laughs> but then they were like, did we just imagine it? Were we overwrought? Overwrought with what? You're both like on nerve on a vacation. pills. Yeah. And you're, what is going on?
1: And nerve pills?
0: So Linda then researches like, it, have other people seen ghosts here? And they show, she sees a picture of Grace Brown. And she said, that was who I saw. That's her face. Grace Brown was the ghost. Mm-hmm. And there you go she believes in the ghost story. So, uh Grace Brown has been spotted on several other occasions, and I believe you can still go to the lodge that she stayed at, and they have like little haunted events around Big Moose Lake.
1: But the most fucked part of the whole show was that at the very end, Oh yeah, it's the end, Robert Stack is standing there like is she a ghost because she was killed and she and her baby were killed without being a wife was she sad that whatever the fuck his name was not trout never loved Mm -hmm. her back or was she mad about the portrayal of her as a dumpy nagging bitch and then he says and a woman of easy virtue yeah and a woman of easy virtue a woman of easy virtue is that
0: your autobiography title
1: like so she stayed (laughs) dead for a while and then after that movie came out she was like oh hell no no shelly winters
0: (laughs) shelly winters played me are you kidding and you have me as a nag, and this dick ruined my life and nope. murdered me?
1: I'm hotting the shit yeah. out of this place. Maybe
0: she did. And that Robert Stack Robert Stack called her a dirty whore.
1: Yes. Oh, I couldn't believe it.
0: I'm a, a woman of easy virtue. Go fuck off. We don't have to have a virtue. Go fuck yourself.
1: No. Now, listeners, if you look up this murder, you might come across some of the other videos that we watched prior to finding the unsolved mystery version. And what you'll laugh about is that the amateur directors who are making these YouTube videos used the exact same stories as was told by the two frumps and a turtle dick and the loon ladies but they just would hire other actors to tell the story. Like there's right. one where this guy with fucked up eyes was going, I was walking down to the lake and I had my my flashlight and it was the worst acting job you've ever seen. So Ugh. he was telling the story. As Linda Fromm. Yes. Yeah. It is messed up. They just can't get their act together. There's no creative. No licensure people are just stealing everybody's ideas left and right
0: well wasn't Shakespeare who said there's not any new ideas anymore and he was him (laughs) I mean he he went way in 1500 there's somewhere no
1: ideas yeah Oh. Well, all, and he was Shakespeare. Only three or two of his plays were original. They were, otherwise yeah. they were all interpreted from other right. And he said, "There's stories. just nothing yeah. is original." The Tempest and Midsummer Night's Dream. I think the ones that are or the high, ones that, that
0: he he was probably high as a kite. If he w- even was Shakespeare, right. isn't there
1: a mystery that? Yeah, knows? most scholars don't believe it, but yeah, yeah, I don't know how I would know. I don't know how you would know that either. It's very learned. It has nothing to do with deodorant. No.
0: Anyway, that's our story. Our haunted story. Join us for our last haunted story next week. We'll put up some pictures. I mean, Trout Mm Shoe is already in it, but... We'll put them up again. Yeah. Of Turtle Dick and Frump (laughs) 1 and Frump 2. Yes. And Karen and Shitting Rhonda. (laughs) (laughs)
1: i can't Um, wait
0: yes anyway we hope you enjoyed give us a review if you can a rating and join us on facebook
1: we love you all right bye. bye